Hey, everybody. Uh, just so you know, there is a content warning on this episode. We are going to talk about death by suicide, self-harm, and other kind of really, really difficult topics. So just so you know, content warning for all of that. Thanks. And welcome to the Fan Fight Podcast. I am Danielle Riendo, the EIC up in this business, as you might say, the business that is wrestling and MMA. That's the business of this podcast anyway. And I have with me, as always, my incredible colleague, my blood friend, and of course, Fan Bites uh, wrestling editor, LB Hunk Tears. What's up, Danielle? Hi. Hi. It's been a, it's been a, Oh my god! It's been a fucked yeah. up week. Yeah, it's been a fucked up week, and I, I think we decided to do something a little different uh, this week. Uh, and LB, uh, we are going to be discussing, of course, Hana Kimura, uh, who died by suicide uh, a few days ago. An apparent actually. suicide. Yeah, I don't think it's been officially ruled. Gotcha, gotcha. But... Sorry about that. Uh, an apparent. Yeah, uh, died by apparent uh, suicide. Uh, but we decided we were going to dedicate this episode to her. And look at a match uh, from from her and and actually from the world of stardom uh, sort of uh, promotion. And LB, I, I wanted to like let you kind of take control of a lot of this episode uh, since Absolutely. you certainly know more about her. But I am very very happy to have an episode to kind of honor her and talk about her and celebrate some of the things that she's done. So thank you uh, for bringing this up. And and let's yeah, I, I'm gonna let you kind of take the reins here because this is. Uh, something you know a little bit more about than I, of course. Thanks. Yeah. Um, so just in general, this last like 10 days in pro wrestling has been hellish, like yeah. just harrowing. Um, it started with uh, Shad Gaspard, who was a, a former WWE performer, dying in like a freak accident, riptide in oh Venice Beach. Uh, yeah. He was swimming with his son. Uh, fortunately, his son survived, but uh, Shad did not. Um, by all accounts the loveliest human uh, a wonderful dad um yeah just horrifying like truly tragic um yeah like the everyone's nightmare uh oh, that's awful. riptides like yeah. as somebody who grew up like you know he, here in southern california uh swimming in the ocean riptides are like such a fear yeah because yeah there's nothing you can do and there's like no way of telling it's yeah so it's the scariest fucking saddest thing if you're not like a beach do we want to i i know what it is of course but like some people might not be beach people and it's less of a thing on the east coast so do you want to like explain just a tiny bit Uh, a riptide is basically uh you're swimming in the ocean everything seems normal and then there's just like a little area in the water where the water kind of pulls you uncontrollably yeah. very, very fast, very, very strong. Uh, then you can't swim out of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And there's like really no way to tell it's coming. There's no way to see it from the surface, like from the, from the shore. It's yeah. just a freak thing. Um, and it can be very, very small. Like it can be like, you know, pinpointing the size of a person and it's, and somebody yeah. you know, on, on either side of you can be fine. And yeah, it's just, it's a nightmare and like just a freak, terrifying thing. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So it really tragic, like awful. My heart goes out to, I've seen a lot of people who, you know, especially in, you know, locally who knew him and just loved him. And uh, so there was that 
it was already the the 21st anniversary of Owen Hart's death. Right. Um, if you want to read more about that, uh, David Bixon's band did a great piece on Fanfight about basically o- Owen Hart was a uh, WWF wrestler, uh, the brother of Bret Hart, um, another just universally beloved performer yeah. figure. Like everybody who worked with him just thought he was the greatest. Uh, incredibly talented by all accounts. Again, incredibly kind. Yeah. Uh, who died pretty, you know, due to WWF's negligence in planning a stunt uh, in the uh, he in the ring. Yeah. And the pay-per-view continued uh, very yeah. cruelly. Um, there was a episode, the, the Vice series, Dark Side of the Ring, had their season finale last week where they talked about Owen Hart and his death. So there was that. And the same day as that anniversary, uh, it, uh, Hana Kimura, a 22-year-old uh, second-generation uh, pro wrestler in Japan, yeah. Um, best known for her work in the stardom promotion, posted some uh, worrying tweets. Mm-hmm. Um, she's also very. She's also probably best known for by most people uh, as a member of the current cast of Terrace House. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, she ha- she posted some worrying tweets, including some graphic images of self harm that have been since deleted. But if you do look this up, like. You know, be mindful in general, but like definitely, yeah, watch out for that because I, I have seen people sharing those images. Um, and it did, um, it did turn out that she had died, yeah. um, of an apparent suicide, it looks like by a poison gas. Okay. Um, and also, like, big content warning on this, you know, yeah, if, <laughs> if you're if you're this far and you're like, I don't know if I want to do this, like turn it off it's fine like go take care of yourself this is really tough stuff this is really sad uncomfortable painful challenging stuff so some background on hana and me um this is not the first time we've talked about stardom on this podcast uh we did a we did an episode where we talked about mako satamura and uh kairi hojo's match yes um that was a stardom match it was really fun. I remember that one very well. <laughs> Stardom is a company I got into a few years ago. Um, and a big part of it was due to this one faction called Oedo Tai. Um, Oedo Tai is this kind of comedy heel faction where they do kind of like a, like a boozy dirtbag <laughs> samurai girl thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, and they're all goth also. Yeah. And uh, when I started watching Stardom, they were like a very dominant faction and I just completely fell in love with them. And uh, two of the, one of the main people, I think probably, I think the youngest member at that point was Hana Kimura, yeah. um, who I immediately found to be magnetic and funny and, you know, engaging and compelling and, um, she had be she was within the last year she had become pretty much like one of two or three people that stardom had decided like okay this is the future of our company yeah. stardom had uh, was just bought by uh the mobile gaming company bushi road um bushi road does if you're if you 
you may have heard some of these things before. Love Live, yes, uh, which is you know uh, Idol Master. These kind of like idol focused anime franchises um, that are also mobile games. They own New Japan Pro Wrestling, and then they bought Stardom within the last year and had some big plans for Stardom. Uh, Stardom's had a their talent has been rated a lot by WWE. So, uh, like, as we discussed in, you know, the, when we talked about, or as we saw it when we talked about uh, Charlotte Flair versus Asuka, uh, Kyrie Hojo, now Kyrie Sane in WWE, she's there. Their former big, their other, one of their other former biggest stars, Io Shirai, is also in WWE now. So, they've also had a lot of people retire. So, and so Hana Kimura and was like one of their big hopes for the future of the company. She did a dark match at Wrestle Kingdom in the Tokyo Dome at the beginning of the year. One of the, think the, one of the first women's matches at the Tokyo Dome in a long time. Um, yeah. And I think that was part of the reason that she was on Terrace House was to kind of get her name out there and get the brand more mainstream recognition. Yeah. Which makes sense. Uh, on, yeah. on several levels. Um, so something I'm reading about, and again, I, I apologize. I don't know as much about her and I don't know as much about her life. So I just kind of see headlines. There has been a strong sort of cyber bullying um, yeah. uh, portion to this that people are saying that, you know, uh, that it may have had something to do with what happened here. I'm wondering if that was like an inadvertent Thing that happened because of being on a much higher platform like this. I mean, or? it was it was directly from gotcha. Terrace House. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, so okay. she got into a a disagreement with another housemate. Sure. Um, be, after leaving her, I believe she left her wrestling gear in the dryer, and somebody went in to do their laundry next. Didn't see it in there and, like, ruined it when he did his washing uh, with the wrestling okay. gear. And, like, wrestling gear is... This was her wrestling gear that she wore at the Tokyo Dome. Um, it's really nice. I believe it was this one that I'm about to send you. Okay. And, like, because it's nicer than the one, than, than the gear we watched. Oh, uh, sure, sure. <laughs> yeah. For sure. It was really expensive and, you know, wrestling I gear is... Yeah. Oh, so yeah, and I guess it's like a really cool outfit. She's wearing like these awesome like I, knee high like fuzzy boots and like a really rad like very like cyberpunk looking almost yeah. uh, kind of outfit. A lot of neon. It's it's really lovely looking. Yeah. Yeah. So she was she was doing like she'd moved on from the the straight goth thing to this kind sure. of raver cyber goth thing. It's a great um, look. Yeah. yeah, it's a great look. Um she was upset, got into a disagreement, and I guess knocked this guy's hat off his head while she was talking. Yeah. And I, uh, I did the, I did Outsports uh, LGBT of in course. the Ring yeah. podcast yesterday uh, that you can check out if you want to like really, really get here. Totally. A co totally. Like the really in-depth conversation about some of this stuff. But yeah, um, there is this is not the first time I guess fans of Terrace House have flipped out on a cast member uh, and a lot of people were really just you know not happy that she expressed 
I don't know, anger of any kind. Uh, that's, yeah, that seems wild to me. She's yeah. also half Indonesian. Um, okay. So there was, I guess, some kind of racial element to oh a lot God. of the comments that people made about her. Jesus. Um, yeah. Yeah. And... Yeah. So... It's pretty gross. Yeah. People said really... people. You know, and it's and I've looked and I looked at a lot of the stuff that people were talking about, and it's these you know, typical like three follower burner accounts Ugh. where somebody only logs on to just say horrible shit to somebody, and yeah, no, like none of none of them seem like real accounts. They were all just people's just people spending their time being disgusting and cruel. Can I just um, say like if if you're one of those people and you're listening to this podcast, please. First of all, just don't ever. And second of yeah. all, can you just like go like I don't I don't care. Like go find like an Arctic like iceberg to go hang out on for the rest of your <laughs> life and don't contact other people. Like just don't. Like <clears throat> it, like yeah. just go for real. Just like find your own iceberg. That's your iceberg. That's where you live where you're not going to hurt other people. Like, that's what you should do. I think that's what should be done for people who do this kind of shit. It's so disgusting. It's so low. It's so, like, cheap and shitty. I I just hate it. I absolutely hate it. So, yeah. Go find an iceberg. Troll. Yeah. Yeah. Or find help. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that's you. Sorry. I get very upset. uh, I understand. Yeah. It's... (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I, I completely, no, I, I mean, the reason why I, I had such a nuanced response, because I've been thinking about this course, pretty much yeah. nonstop for about a week. <laughs> yeah, uh, fair. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that does help you get to a more nuanced place. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's horrifying and sad. And again, every, you know, every account of her, the loveliest, loveliest, kindest, most welcoming, friendly person. Yeah. Um, People seem to love to work with her. She, her, you know, part of like, she had start, she started this new faction, Tokyo Cyber Squad, which explains part of the cyberpunk look. So good. Uh, yeah. Like part of their message is like anybody, you know, space for everybody, like whoever you are, it's chill. Um, yeah. She, there are very, very few transgender, openly transgender people in pro wrestling. Sure. Uh, she was tag team partners with one of them. Um, and uh, very close friends and just seemed very chill and normal about it, um, in ways that are, aren't, aren't surprising in terms of like what I consider a basic bar of decency. Sure. Like, (laughs) uh, the basic bar of decency in real life and like in pro wrestling, there can often be like some difference. And she, like, I guess Hana Kimura cleared my basic bar of decency for normal people. Yeah, yeah, as a for pro sure. wrestler. Um, <laughs> which, you know, I always give props to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and again, I just, like, on a personal level, like, really connected with her immediately and liked her. And yeah. Um, so we watched, we did watch a match of hers today. Yeah. Um, that I would like to talk about because, yeah, she was a, such a. a interesting fun exciting performer and i would like to hear what your thoughts are uh i picked kind of a weird one you picked a great partially one. because <laughs> of my like of my oero tie like connection in yeah. my heart um and of also of me just loving kagetsu 
yes. who who retired at the beginning of this year due to injuries and oh, was basically the trainer for everybody in stardom um, for a while. Okay. And was is actually a uh, was the protege of Mako Satamura. Okay. Okay. I'm seeing these connections now. Yeah, awesome. there's connections. Yeah. Awesome. So that's Kagetsu. Like so uh, we watched Kagetsu versus Hanakamura uh, for the World of Stardom Championship. It's a no count out, no DQ, nuts match uh, <laughs> yeah. from October 2018. A content warning on this one also for like uh, simulated hanging. Yes. Uh, sorry, I forgot to. I, I forgot all about that and didn't mention it uh, to you, Danielle. But yeah, that's if all right. you. If, but yeah, if that's you. A, that's a good one to note here for sure. Yeah. If anybody watches uh, this one, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So basically, the backstory here is like I mentioned, uh, Hana was in this faction Oedo Tai, led by Kagetsu. She betrays Kagetsu and all of Oedo Tai, and I believe right after she'd come back from a trip to Mexico. Uh, she had just signed exclusively with Stardom. At, beforehand, okay. she had been, she'd wrestled in other companies. Um, and this was kind of the beginning of her run as like a serious Stardom competitor. Gotcha. Um, she has not quite figured out the cyberpunk look yet. Her gear <laughs> is like very, like went, went to the fabric district, <laughs> threw it together. It's all the neon. way rave. It's, it's not really rave. cyberpunk rave. Yeah. It's just all the way to rave. Well, this is pre-Tokyo <laughs> Cyber Squad. So they haven't totally. debuted as a faction yet. Totally. Um, <laughs> but since it's no DQ, that means that every all the other members of Oedo Tai can do whatever they want. Yeah. Which is, you know, like, if you're listening to this and you are... in Wrestling is real. Don't agree to a no DQ match against somebody with a huge crew. Yeah. Because <laughs> you're yeah. fucked then. Yeah. Um, or bring a bigger crew. Or bring a bigger crew. Yeah. yeah. Make sure you have a bigger crew than just Mary Apache, who's great. And the sister of Fabi Apache, who we watched in episode oh, two. Shit. Millions of connections. Oh, it's amazing. I love yeah. it. I love it. But yeah, I, I wanted to know what you thought of this, like, weird, angry, violent, <laughs> enraged match. I thought it was so much fun and very creative. Uh, so I just, it, it had a wild energy. It just yeah. like starts with a beat down and like doesn't stop. There's like eight miniature, I guess, you know, spots of like areas in and around the arena of just wild violence, just positively wild violence. There is so much screaming. There's so much like kicking and slapping and the just wildest triangle setups I think I've ever seen. There are so many triangle setups, which are so fun. I love triangles. Triangles are one of my favorite things in the universe. So I, I love them. I get excited for them. Um, so one of the things I also noticed is that there's a lot of chairs and oh, tables yeah. yep. like we've got chairs we've got tables we've got throwing chairs at people we've got throwing people into chairs we've got broken tables we have the rope stuff which again content warning but like it 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 seemed 
incredibly dramatic and like kind of funny. Like it, it, it didn't yeah. feel wrong in that way. Like it didn't feel like, oh God, oh, oh no. It was like, oh my God, like, oh shit. Like it, it, yeah, we talked about this with the intergender uh, uh, match that we watched like two weeks ago, I think, mm-hmm. where the violence felt so cartoonish and exaggerated that it didn't feel like awkward and bad. Uh, yeah. Like just the way it's framed, just the way it's it's done. Um, and like, there's one moment that I just called like a very Star Wars moment uh, where <laughs> I, I believe it's Hana who like is about to bash uh, Kikisu with a, a chair and she catches it. And they have this like moment of like energy, like being almost like you can, it's almost like you can see it, like the force energy or something like yeah. between the chair, between them. It was just so fun it was so high energy i can only imagine that they both like had to go to sleep immediately uh after doing this <laughs> oh, sure, it was, like, yeah so much energy and so physical uh but i really liked it i think it had a really chaotic and wild and creative energy and it was very fun yeah so the reason i chose this it's neither of their best technical work okay sure. um but it's that energy And it's the fact that it's this weird, chaotic, messy thing. (laughs) And I mean, at this point, Hana is 20. Sure. Maybe 21. Very young. Maybe she just, she may have just turned 21 uh, or might be about to turn 21. You know, very new to wrestling. Kagetsu's been doing this for a long time and is, for my money, has been been one of the best people, you know, wrestling. Um, But the fact that they're able to like, hold their that Hana is able to hold her own against Kagetsu in terms of just like energy and performance yes. and presence without doing a ton of impressive technical stuff. Yeah. There's a great moment. That's like a perfect uh, encapsulation of that. And I think it's like, she's really holding onto a choke slash neck crank mm-hmm. and like really holding onto it and just like chewing gum. Right. And like just has this incredible, like casual energy, like, whatever this is no thing like just like cranking on that neck like fully going for it just like chewing gum that's fine this is like my saturday it was so good it was such a great little moment of her just being like casually awesome in a way like that was so so fun so it's she was able to be casually and like casually mean yes in this like very cool collected like Rolling her eyes, chewing gum, mall cashier, like over it kind of way. Yeah. That I like responded to, that I still respond to so much and that I love. Yeah. That there's this like little sense of smugness and her ability to, I guess, shift between just like pure rage and like aggression to this like, meh, yeah, (laughs) cranking on your neck. That's just another... Another day of the week for old Hana Kimura. Like, <laughs> I, I just, like, really respond to and really appreciate. And, like, that she was able to find that so, like, find that spot and find that ability to, like, bring these different levels of energy and emotion to a match. Especially, like, I think probably the biggest match she'd had in her career at this point. Um, yeah. Like a big title match against your former, your, I mean, she and Kagetsu had been tag team partners. To, they held the tag team belts together uh, for almost a full calendar year. Oh, um, wow. And finally dropped them, I think, four months before this match. 
Sure. So I actually sent you a little video of the two of them when they were tag team champions uh, showing up to a a contract signing, I think, a press conference contract signing when they're like pretending to be drunk. It's Um, so cute. It's so cute. Uh, Like, I think Hannah like is carrying her shoes and like puts them on the table and like pretending to throw up into a plastic bag. Kigetsu's got her like her tie like on her head, like a headband. And they're just so obviously having such a fun time together. And everyone Um, else is sitting there like stone faced. (laughs) Like, so serious. Like, absolutely. Like, this is a contract signing. We're very serious about this. And these two, like, fucking goofballs have, like, six bottles of sake. And they're just like, woo! And it's just so good. So, yeah, so good. It's, it's like, so silly. And <laughs> Hana keeps doing this, like, ah! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> drinking. And, like, I loved them so much as tag team partners. Yeah. I wanted to show this to you just so I could, like, express to you how much I loved seeing them be partners and yeah. how, like, sad I was when they broke up. But also it how was excited I was. an explosive breakup, clearly. Oh, yeah, very explosive <laughs> breakup. Um, <laughs> but also how excited I was to see Hana Kimura, like, coming into her own as, like, a singles competitor and, like, stepping out of the shadow of Oido Tai, especially once Tokyo Cyber Squad got started and which was the faction she led and everybody in there, like they all had little like neon camo and these crazy looks. And yeah. Um, Which again, I really recommend checking that stuff out as well. I it's, I, it was hard to pick a point to start with. Sure. Um, But I did want to show you something that shows her like kind of in process. Yeah. Like not quite there yet, but still like so engaging and so magnetic and fun. Um, but yeah, she and Kagetsu like have had fabulous chemistry from the start. And as great as their chemistry is as, you know, comic partners uh, <laughs> yeah. pretending to be drunk at a press conference, <laughs> um, like their chemistry as enemies and as like, I can't believe you betrayed me. And I'm I definitely did betray you. I'm sick of being in your shadow. Like, it's just wonderful and electric. Oh, it's, um, it's such a good storyline and it's done so well. <laughs> yeah. And like, I, I completely understand why the people at stardom like saw Hana and were like, okay, now this is the future of our company. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, I wish that that had come with, uh, I don't know. I, I t- you know, if you want to, if you want to hear about some of my gripes about, I, I, I do think that, people in wrestling need to have more structural support specifically from yeah. the people who are employing them. Yeah. Um, because it's a really hard job. It's really hard to be in the public eye. It's yeah. really hard to, especially be, I think be a woman in the public eye to be yes. a woman who is beautiful and who is making her money off of being lovable. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I think that is one of the hardest things a person can have to do. And if you don't have the emotional support and the psychological support behind that, it can be a really, really, really dangerous thing. Um, Sorry to immediately shift into this like grim stuff, but I think it's correct. I I think that's the right thing. I am. There's also something here about being very young and navigating a, a yeah. really cruel, I mean, just the, the universe being really cruel, but also such a difficult job that's so hard on your body 
it's got to be so hard psychologically and mentally to to do the gymnastics of it. Yeah. Uh, to not have privacy in a lot of ways and to to be, you know, God, I think about myself at 22 and I think about like, Jesus, like I, I could barely deal with what I was dealing with. You know what I mean? Right? And it's, it's, it's so, so tough. And yeah, I, I, I do wish there was a lot more structural uh, support for folks. Um, I mean, I, I wish there was, <laughs> we've talked about this on the podcast and, and, and being kind of leftist and, and just kind of wanting there to be more support for everybody all the time, but especially right. someone who does have to live in really weird conditions. Like yeah. it's, it's weird. It's weird to be a star. It's weird to be a young star. It's weird to be, you know, in the public eye. Uh, and there's clearly a lot there. And, and I do want to say like, yeah, please, uh, everybody do go listen to the Outsports uh, podcast. It's the LGBT in the ring is the name of mm-hmm. it. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, they do a really good job. And and I haven't listened uh, yet, as you can tell from probably some of the basic questions I've been asking on this podcast, but I absolutely plan to because I, uh, I really do want to hear more about this person. I want to hear more about what happened. And I, and I want to, you know, in any way that we can on our podcast and, and wherever, to like kind of hopefully try to honor her memory and, uh, you know, appreciate the talent that she was and be, I think, very rightfully sad to lose that. Yeah. And I guess, yeah, I, I know she really did want to do this. Um, yeah, yeah. Like there's a, a great photo going, that has gone around on Twitter of her winning uh, the DDT Ironman Heavyweight Championship when she was eight. Yeah, um, it's so cute. And she just looks so happy. Yeah. And her mom's in the background, and it's just like it's just the cutest picture. Um, and like it does seem like that this is something she really, really wanted to do. Um, especially like especially hearing from you know people who knew her or people who talked to her or um, part of her growing up in wrestling and being the child of a wrestler is that you have all these people in wrestling who met her when she was a kid, right. Right. And talk about like uh, Brody King, who's a local uh, local L.A. guy who is in Ring of Honor now. Um, he talked about, you know, going to Japan and meeting this like kid yeah. uh, and talking to <laughs> talking with this kid about how they both wanted to break into wrestling, how they both wanted to get big. And then being at Madison Square Garden last year and this beautiful woman come running up to him and giving him a hug. Yeah. And <laughs> him being like, who the fuck? And then looking like, oh, my God, it's you. you <laughs> and they were, were both wrestling. Like, yeah. yeah. And they were both wrestling at Madison Square Garden. Oh, it's amazing. Oh, yeah. my God. Wow. wow. Um, so they both made it. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, that's yeah. So you hear there's all this stuff like this that she really, really wanted to do this. Yeah. And I think, yeah, if. If you're, especially if you're growing up with it, she dropped. I mean, she didn't finish high school. Sure, sure. She yeah. dropped out of high school and started wrestling and started wrestling training when she was like 16. Sure. Um, this is all she's done. Yeah, this is her life. This is her world. You know. Yeah. So, yeah. especially in situations like that, like where people are starting so 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 young yeah. and don't have the opportunities to form the support systems that stand as foundations for basic functioning yeah like I, I mean imagine if the only support systems you we had were through fanbite and that was right. it right fortunately like, like, there's nothing else exists yeah yeah fortunately like i feel like editor chat uh would have my back on a lot of stuff <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, i, would feel I feel like we supported. go through 
a lot in there. Like we're we're very. I sorry, I didn't mean to step on you there. You you, you should no, you should make fine. your point because I feel like I got too excited when you said that. So I mean, like the thing is, like I love editor chat. Yeah, we have a great group of people, and I think we are really supportive of each other. And yeah. I would still feel. Very weird if that was my only support system. Of course. And if my <laughs> mom, work. you know, and, and if, you know, I had my yeah. mom, but she's in editor chat also. Right. Right. Of course. We and can invite it. moms or, or whatever, you know, parental figure we, we, fe- we feel we have. Like, yeah. they can come to editor chat. But like, yeah. I, like, I need to have more than that. Of course. And I'm 30. Um, yeah. I, yeah. I need to have like multiple levels of different kinds of people and people who have different kinds of relationships with me um, to get me through navigating life. And I'm like I said, I'm 30 at 22. Yeah. God. Oh my God. I was so vulnerable. And so there's, I, there's no way I would have been able to handle the kind of pressure she was under uh, at 22. Yeah. God, I'm, I'm thinking about it and I'm like listing the, I'm listing the sources in my head. It's like, my therapist, my partner, my, right. my parents, my sister, my good friends that I, I you know, kind of check in with all the time. Like, you know, I, and then I, I'm really grateful and glad that we have a good and supportive environment. That's one of my, like, frankly, biggest aims. I literally, looking at it right now, I have a little piece of paper that I keep <laughs> hanging up with a piece of scotch tape next to my desk where I have, like, empathetic leadership is one of my goals in my life and like making fanbyte a supportive place is is like very important to me and that's still never going to be the only thing uh yeah it, and it shouldn't at be. all and it shouldn't it be. should be <laughs> one of many forever like and absolutely it, and i think a lot of people have workplaces that aren't even close to that yeah. that don't even begin to, to provide emotional support yeah. and i can't i can't even begin to you know imagine what <clears throat> I don't know what it's like at stardom. I don't know what it's like at Terrace House. But I do think that if you have somebody who's in who's in, in a fragile, in as fragile a place as Hana Kimura clearly was. Yeah. Because, I mean, one reason that suicide shakes people so much as a yeah. concept is that it is, it is tremendously unnatural yeah. um, in terms of just like going against what our bodies are wired to do, which is to live and survive. Right. Right. Um, and I'm not saying it's something that's always wrong in every circumstance. Of course, you know, like yeah. I am, I'm like, I am somebody who believes in, in certain cases in, uh, you know, medically assisted suicide for people who are yeah. just, you know, doomed to suffer. Terminal in, illness uh, and all the, the kind of factors yeah. that go with a lot of the death with dignity movement for sure. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but that doesn't change the fact that, yeah, it's it's something that it's very difficult for me to think about. Um, I've lost people to suicide who I've loved. Yeah. Um, come close to losing other people I've loved. I mean, it's yeah. I've I mean there are, there have been times. I'm I'm a person who struggles with mental illness. Um, sure. There have been uh, there have been many times in my life where I did not want to be alive. Yeah. Um, and very much same. <laughs> yeah. Honestly. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure we are not alone in this out yeah. there listeners like we are we stand in we stand in sad solidarity with you <laughs> we do and, and i'm so glad we're all here to <laughs> exactly. have this conversation to have this difficult conversation together yeah. Yeah. um but and danielle i'm so glad you're here <laughs> i'm so glad you're here lb and i'm so glad that everybody is here who has struggled and and, and is still here yeah and uh 
I think this stuff always hits us very much where we live, especially if you have, yeah, mental illness. Yeah. Uh, and like, there's always a piece of me, and I don't know if this this is weird. I don't know if this is just me, but I I genuinely have like tremendous uh, empathy for lots of people. As much as I just told people to go live on an iceberg, um, <laughs> I promise that's more anger than it is a lack of empathy. It's. It, I can't not put myself in people's shoes. I can't not see myself yeah. to any degree in, in other people, whether I, whether my life is like theirs or not. Right. That's just what I do. It's just how my head yeah. works. I will always put myself in somebody's shoes and, and feel very, very bad for their suffering. And God, yeah, it, it makes me, it fucks me up, man. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Yeah. It fucks me up, you know? So, yeah. Um, and I think like, I mean, like you brought up earlier that, that we do talk about this stuff a lot and maybe not in these specific terms and not these very specific issues, but it's so th how challenging it is to be people who love these things, who yeah. love to watch these things, but also struggle with the material conditions under which these things are created. Yes. Um, and, you know, sometimes we know about the conditions and we know they're bad. Other times we don't know what the conditions are and we can only kind of wonder. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, anybody who is as fragile as Hana Kimura was should not have been in the position of being on a reality show yeah. where you're being opened up to that kind of criticism um on such a massive scale on a global scale yeah because uh terrace house is uh streamed globally on netflix in addition to uh just nationally in japan yeah absolutely um it's uh, like that uh, that seems like a bait like a basic thing if you're running a reality show to do yeah. and to like like a kind of like a first level thing to make sure of yeah um and I mentioned this yesterday on the on the Outsports pod, but like I just want to say again, like that I consider that to be part of worker safety, um, yeah. on the same level as having a you know a, a good concussion protocol, yes. and making sure there are you know, if somebody gets injured in the ring, they can get medical care as quickly as possible. Like I consider making sure somebody is supported and has the resources they need to safely navigate social media. Yeah. On like on the same level as those things, completely in terms agree. of worker safety. Yeah, I completely agree. It's and, and the the other thing about this that was confusing to me. I've I've never actually watched Terrace House. My my sense of Terrace House was that oh, this is like a a, a less bully produced reality TV show, and yeah. it, that doesn't even matter, right? Like you could be on the Great British baking show which is known as being you know pretty friendly not not easy but like a friendly atmosphere and and if somebody some fucking crowd of assholes and they take it the wrong way or something and, and you're still in the public eye like no matter what no matter what the tone of the show is or no matter what the yeah. tone of something is it can be taken the wrong way it can be made just absolutely public in in a really scary and, and really 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 dangerous that old fashion. lady that old lady who threw out that guy's baked alaska got like on Br great british bake-off the nicest of the reality shows right she got like she was she got extremely harassed yeah, um, and it's just like what what the hell y'all like come on yeah and like yeah she <laughs> fucked up she threw out the guy's baked alaska and that sucks yeah. and it sucks that he got kicked off because he was a good baker oh you know what 
this is not worth harassing a little old lady over. Exactly. Like, there's so many. Everybody yeah. has made a mistake. Okay. <laughs> like, everybody, everybody who exists has made a mistake or, you know, 10,000. <laughs> or so, gotten, like, gotten angry. And yeah. Yeah. There's no reason to. I mean, I think, the reason uh, that, harass people. I think the empathy thing is like, yeah, let's all remember that, like, all of these people are human beings. And I guess that's like my my ask for everybody who's a fan of wrestling or reality TV or combat sports or yeah. anything, anything where, you know, TikTok videos, I don't care. Yeah. Um, the people who are make who are entertaining you are human beings and we need to treat them like human beings. And we also need to hold their employers accountable yeah. to make sure their employers are treating them like human beings. Absolutely. Amen. That was, yes. I couldn't agree more. I could not underline that more. I threw my pen down right there. I, I keep a physical <laughs> notebook. I'm a little weirdo. I, I threw my pen down in an amen fashion. Like, yes. <laughs> I love a physical notebook. I love throwing a pen. That's great. I'm, I'm moved by that. I write my, my daily tasks in it. It's very helpful for me. <laughs> I, I try to do that. I have, a, I'm a Hobonichi person. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh. I've also tried to do like a little daily, like comic if I can. Oh, that's really good. About my day. It makes me feel better. That's really good. That's extremely productive. I think that's awesome. It's, it can help. I'm a big fan of uh, being creative to get some of your feelings out. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Also, me too. I don't know, like, like <laughs> if your day is really boring in terms yeah. of like facts... It's a little easier. It's like it's more fun to like do a little drawing of yourself trying to go for a hike and then not being able to, than to be like tried to go for a hike was not able to. You did know. something with it. You did something with that energy, you know. And there's <laughs> yeah. a thing you can show. You know what I mean? Like there's there's something there. And I I waited like, in I'm line so at weird. cable store for an hour. Like <laughs> right? <laughs> like <laughs> you can do like a little cartoon of yourself being like, hmm, I'm still at the cable store. I Let's sure wish so I had long. my cable. <laughs> yeah. Give me internet. Yeah. So. Yeah. Big fan of uh, making stuff that isn't content. Yeah, for sure. I I might fall on the wrong side of that line a little too often. (laughs) But it's It's also very real. It's very real. It's very real. Yeah. Yeah. (sighs) Oh, my God. LB, thank you so much uh, for doing this episode with me, for educating me a little bit. Thank you so much for doing this with me also. Yeah, of course. I, I think it was right to do this. It feels like the right thing to do. We'll go back to our usual format, of course, next week with uh, yeah. MMA and wrestling uh, as well. But like, it just felt like this is this is kind of the right thing to do to chat about this. It felt like I don't know, just kind of hit me that way, you know? Yeah, absolutely. <sighs> but I really appreciate it. Thank um, you. I appreciate you, LB. Thank I you. I appreciate you, Danielle. I'm so Aww. glad. It, I, I'm, I'm glad that you were leading us with empathy. Oh, I feel you. led with empathy. <laughs> I feel empathized much. with. Oh. Um, <laughs> I do want to say, though, also, yeah. if you are curious about seeing more Hana Kimura, yeah. aren't sure like where to start, um, the no, like one of her more most, one of her last matches uh, was a tag team match at the stardom no people gate which i believe is on youtube uh you can see a a lot of uh the stardom streaming site has put up i think a best of compilation um her last match 
that she ever had uh, was against the ace of the company, Mayu Iwatani, uh, in March. It was really good. A short match, like a really good watch. You can really see like how far she'd come. Um, yeah. And it's, it is really fucking sad. Yeah. And take the space that you need to be sad. And if you want to take if you need to take space from wrestling like first of all if you want to take space from wrestling and don't feel like you have permission you always have permission to take space from wrestling i am an editor of a wrestling vertical (laughs) and i take breaks from wrestling when i need to um but yeah just take care of yourselves uh if you want to dye your hair pink i've been thinking about it so like maybe we all dye our hair pink i don't know but yeah I like I said before. I am. If you are listening to this, I am glad you are here. Yeah. So, yeah. Thank you. Thank you for being here with us. Thank yeah. you. I'll read our, our little outro uh, text here. So, thank you, everybody. Again, thank you. A uh, very special episode, I know, but just just thank you. Thank you for being here. Like LB said. Uh, and we hope you enjoyed your combat sports entertainment journey with us. Uh, if you don't mind, and if you do have the time to, we do appreciate it if you have time to rate and review our podcast and listen to all of our good stuff at fanbite.com slash podcasts. You can follow us on Twitter at Fanbyte Media and at Fanfight, F-A-N-F-Y-T-E, on Instagram at Fanbyte, TikTok on Fanbyte, and of course on Fanbyte.com. And you can watch all of our streams. We've been streaming a lot lately on twitch.tv slash Fanbyte. Of course, please do check out our wrestling coverage that LB uh, curates, edits, writes, does amazing stuff with at fanbyte.com slash wrestling. And please do also listen to another podcast on this feed, Fanfight VCR, uh, which LB and Colette Arend uh, do. It's a really, really fun show. It's really awesome. Uh, awesome, awesome, good stuff. I'm learning so much from it. Uh, so do listen oh, to so that. I'm so glad. Yeah, it's, oh, it's so good. <laughs> and I am sorry that there is still a delay on the most recent episode of that. Uh, I had some technical problems, and then Hana Kimura died, and I suddenly yeah. had a lot of complicated feelings about the history of Japanese women's wrestling. Sure. Um, yeah. We did an episode on a, one of my favorite matches of all time, which is Bull Nakano versus Aja Kong in a cage oh, wow. uh, in All Japan Women's Pro Wrestling, uh, which has a lot of very close connections with stardom uh, in ways that I've been thinking about and I've been, it's, I have just like not been able to bring myself to edit the episode yet. Um, If you want to hear more about that, you can listen to the uh, LGBT in the ring podcast where I talk a bunch about Rossi Ogawa and the connections between idol culture and Japanese women's pro wrestling and my own internal conflicts about it. Uh, Or you can just wait, (laughs) <laughs> a little longer and I will get the episode up. Thank you so much for your patience. Uh, yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Hunk Tears. Uh, I am trying to not uh, go do... I think feel like I've said my piece on this now, but yeah. Uh, yeah. Find me on there. Like Danielle said, check out all the coverage on FanFight. Uh, Colette Arend, my co-host in FanFight VCR, did a great column on Sunday about um, about basically the the weirdness and uncomfortableness and sadness of being a wrestling fan and watching wrestlers die. Um, about Owen Hart and Chad Gaspard and Hannah Kimura and Eddie Guerrero, um, and it's just it's a fantastic piece, and I really, 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 really recommend checking it out. Um, but yeah. 
uh, that's, I think, all I got to plug. Thank you so much, Danielle, yeah. for Thank you. giving, for letting us do this. Absolutely. I feel a lot better, actually. I, I, I do too. And I, yeah. and I, again, I, I only knew th- things, you know, third hand, but I, I feel better too. <laughs> so thank you uh, for giving me some education on that and, and uh, for being here and being awesome and being so sensitive in a lot of your coverage as well. I think that's really important. It's very much what I want Fanbyte to be. And uh, I appreciate that a lot. Thanks, Danielle. I appreciate you too. Oh, <laughs> oh and I, I shouldn't be doing fake crying voice though. It's this week because uh, when I've been doing real crying voice in the same episode, that's a little confusing. So no, that wasn't a real crying voice. It was That's just okay. a, it was a <laughs> dramatic okay. affectation yeah. from the heart, though. It's from the heart, so it's okay. I, I think it's okay. Uh, we probably shouldn't do a sound effect this time, yeah. uh, just out of respect, and, and we don't want the wrong tone, of course. So everybody, just thank you so much. Uh, please be well. Please be safe. Uh, and please be good to each other. Yeah. Bye. See you next week. Bye.